श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा गुरुर्ब्रह्मा गुरुर्विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेश्वर गुरु साक्षात परम ब्रह्म तस्म श्री गुरवे Study of scriptures leads us, or should lead us, to changing our standpoint in life. Because all our perceptions depend on from what angle we are looking at life. Like one person recently in Mumbai asked me this question, Swamiji. when you were in uh, somewhere in brazil i saw your video and in that video i saw you had a very huge beard i thought what you have done and now i am seeing you it is not that much what happened so what answer can you give tell me If you ask me about Brahman, I can talk. <laughs> so I told him, I said, "Look here, whatever place I must have been recording, that um, um, focus must have been very close, and as a result." whichever you see from very close looks bigger and when you look from a distance looks smaller like the sun looks so small but does it mean that the sun is small no the distance so first thing the study of scripture should lead to we must be able to change our standpoint in life from what angle you are looking at the life first second thing if the angle is from below like now the camera is suppose kept at the floor level and from there if picture is taken will be seen as very tall huge and if the camera is at the ceiling level and from there a picture is taken even a tall person looks very short so what has to be done the camera must be at the eye level again the question comes which eye whether it is a relative eye or absolute eye so these are the few basics by which our perception in life changes it is for this purpose that we study the scriptures therefore the most important thing that we all must know that if we are studying the scriptures like ashtavakara gita our standpoint must be changed and change in the standpoint will change our perceptions and then the things will not be seen influenced by the standpoint 
but the things will be seen from all the standpoints. And then our final experience will be there is nobody wrong in this world and there is nothing wrong in this world. About this I will give you an example. Within this example, one more example. See, this happened in South Africa. We were having a retreat in Shepherd's uh, Retreat Center. Good Shepherd's <coughs> Center. And in South Africa, you know, most of them are uh, blacks. And we were a group, Indians only. Maybe about um, 56, 50, 60 of us. And because it was a retreat center, the locals were also there. So I told them, hey, if you want to come and listen, come, it's free. You don't have to pay. Then there was one floating person, a white person, he also came and he sat. And after one or two days, we used to go for a walk in the forest, very beautiful place. So he used to come and start asking questions. Now, I am allergic to questions. So he will not leave me. Then I had to answer because I was in a foreign land. Then any question he asks, I will tell him a story. Any question, tell a story. So, the second day or third day, <coughs> he <coughs> held me. I said, don't crush me, okay? <laughs> Very strong person. He said, you are my Jesus. I said, thank you very much, but don't crucify me. <laughs> I don't like to be Jesus. You crucify me. He said, no, why you are my Jesus? I am seeing any question that I am asking you. You are telling a story through which the question is answered. This was exactly what was done by Jesus when the Sermon of the Mountain is spoken of. Now why this thing comes? Only because the truth is not like this or like that. You can talk about. Suppose you have to talk about any object. What will be the description that we will give? In the light of our means of knowledge. For people like us, if we are told to describe elephant, how we will describe Elephant is huge, he has got a big trunk, four very solid pillar-like legs. We can give everything. And if the blind people go and they are asked to talk about, they will go and touch the elephant. And one man, <coughs> one of the five people, all blind, <coughs> he went and <coughs> touched the leg. The other one touched the belly. 
the third one touch the trunk the fourth one touch the tail and fifth one touch the ear and they were asked please describe elephant their description will be different limited and according to what they are perceiving and you cannot say that way that my person says oh elephant is like a rope because he is holding on to the tail the other say no the elephant is like a pillar because he is holding on to the leg exactly the same way <clears throat> as long as we are having a particular angle a standpoint our perception will be always biased and influenced from that standpoint so <clears throat> now the original story story ke andar story this thing i learned from the scriptures they are they, they keep on telling so many stories and you forget why these stories are started <laughs> i know this is happening to you now why stories are going don't forget <clears throat> so in a school a drawing teacher he decided to take examination of the students and he said come on all the students sit around the center things and there were different things came a kettle a flower pot two three fruits and one or two cups and the students were asked to sit at 12 different points 12 o'clock 1 o'clock 2 o'clock 3 o'clock 12 of them sat and he said now start your drawing and you are given half an hour so the students started and in that half an hour this teacher had a nice cup of tea enjoy therefore teachers are never excited never disturbed and after everybody is through so time is over stop wherever you are now let us do the examination right away so look here why should i examine you only examine so <coughs> examine your own paper they are everybody is good 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 okay, they are done it then he said now second examination pass on your papers 12 o'clock pass on to 3 o'clock 3 o'clock pass on to 6 o'clock 6 to 9 9 to 12 1 to 4 4 to 7 7 to 10 like that pass on in a right angle they all did it now you examine and don't tell what is your result just tell so they did it now give it to me he took all the paper he said now i'll give the result first evaluation everybody is right who will say i am wrong everybody is right then the second result everybody say it is wrong see so how can the same person be right and wrong so from your standpoint you are right from the other people standpoint you are wrong <laughs> 
and then we go to the Mahatmas. So the teacher, when he saw, he said, okay, I'll tell you my evaluation. And in my evaluation, everybody is right. Object is the same, everybody is right. How this is possible? Because those students who did their own evaluation, everybody has this feeling, what I say is right. Then when others look at the same thing, it is wrong. Then how come the teacher is able to say everybody is right? Because he is able to understand the standpoint of everyone. He is sitting in his place. He is able to perceive without changing his position how the things look from 12 o'clock, how the things look from 3 o'clock, how the things look from 6 o'clock and how the things look from 9 o'clock. Isn't it? So where is the problem in life? The standpoint. In the early morning when I was sleeping, very deep sleep, and uh, I was having a dream that somebody is asking me question even in the dream. <laughs> and in that question, uh, that person has asked me, Swamiji, <coughs> why people misunderstand me? I said, why do you worry about others? Then I told him, their condition is like the blind people trying to explain what the elephant is. See, it is something like this. I am telling you my dream. <coughs> when a person is asked to, a normal person, asked to describe the colors, he will be very eloquent in describing the colors. So many colors are there, different shades, he can keep on talking. Now the same person is asked, now talk about, description about the vision. What is the color of the vision? What is the size of the vision? <coughs> can we talk? Yes, we can talk. Vision has no color, vision has no size. See? So what we have to understand, we can talk about the effects. And whatever we talk about is only in the light of the knowledge of the effects. Cause cannot be spoken of. Now the vision is explaining all the colors and forms. So what is the color and the form of the vision? So what will be the answer? No color, no form. That is, in the language of negation, no other way out. Then we can talk about all our faculties. 
eyes can see colors and forms, ears can hear the sounds, etc. Now, if we are asked to talk about the mind, then uh, what is the different uh, functions which are limited to the various sense organs that can be talked? But can the sense organs talk about the mind? Mind will say, oh, eyes are limited only to color and form. Okay, the ears are limited only to sounds. Very good. Now, these faculties, sense organs, let them talk about the mind. What they will talk? Eyes will say, no, mind is not limited only to color and form, it can also hear. The ears will say, not only it can hear, but it can also smell. So, as you go from the from the effects to the cause, your attributes start disappearing and you cease to be someone special. Eyes are specialized in colors and forms. Ears are specialized in the sounds. See. Now when you go from the mind to the eye, then mind can function only through the conditioning of the sense organs. <clears throat> if the conditioning is closed, if the eyes are closed, mind cannot talk about colors. If the ears are closed, mind cannot hear. So, experience of the mind depends totally on the sense organs. But when the mind is closed, nothing happens to the eye, the intellect. And intellect can eliminate the presence as well as absence of everything. In short, what we have to understand that as you become more and more non-specific, you are approaching the truth. Like in the deep sleep, we are absolutely non-specific. We are nowhere, we are nobody, we are never, then we are neither man, woman, young, old, this year, that year, everything disappears. And we come to an experience where even the experiencer also disappears. So there is only experience. And therefore, a deep sleep experience doesn't have any problem. Problem for others, he is snoring too loudly. He is not snoring. So, what we have to do, only this thing. Instead of complaining or asking questions, just begin from here. To whom the questions come? Questions cannot arise without a reference point. Don't give any reference point. 
your mind cannot function we always live as somebody so <clears throat> what will be the spiritual practice instead of asking the questions you just start working to whom the question has come immediately the question disappears <coughs> see friends and then you will come to know that there is nothing worthy of knowing or not knowing in this world because one appears to have become many because of the conditionings like one man becomes the son the husband and the father and this husband son and the father they have got problems man has no problem then what is the thing happening in our life the husband is trying to improve the wife see the son is complaining my father doesn't understand my dear if he has understood he would never have produced you the father never understand the son because father is outdated and the net result is samsar see like in our yoga system we are seeing all the problems are we are still hanging around the attributes the prakriti and in that we are trying to be better than others see those who are going little bit to satsang and all that such ammas they um, condemn others and uh, abuse others spiritually could you imagine they are abusing and condemning spiritual Swamiji, I told my husband to come for the lectures, but he is so tamasic. <laughs> That means he is condemning him. Then why don't you tell your children, Swamiji, they are too radicalic. They go in the morning running here and there. Okay. What about? I am satvik, therefore I am coming. Very wrong. <laughs> so the imagination is tamo guna is bad rajo guna is it's okay sattva guna is the best and that i am and this has gone so deep in our system that you are all the time thinking about sattvara rastamas sattvara rastamas and all the paths all the inquiries not inquiry all the paths they are only keeping you engaged in this relative world for example the karma the good karma bad karma what is good and what is bad standpoint only blowing up the railway tracks and the bridges was an act of patriotism before independence so the same act now becomes terrorism <coughs> going and killing 
the top officials of the British Empire was considered as an act of patriotic existence. Now, if you do, this is a criminal offense. See? Acts are not good or bad. The standpoints determine. Similarly, what we do, something called spiritual sadhana, is not spiritual sadhana at all. It is only, you should not do this, you should not do that. That's all. Or else you go to yoga, then suffer silently, keeping the one leg here, one leg there. Do meditation and then go on imagining. I remember I will not tell you the name. <coughs> I happened to go there because somebody pulled me. I mean, now we have got meditation sessions. Our Swami will be teaching us. Please come. So I went. I went there. We all were sitting nice in chair and comfortable. AC thing. And everybody has paid through nose because I was invited, I was free. So they say, Swami, do you like to speak something? I say, no, I have come to listen here. I am not going to speak. So I said, everybody said. Then he started. Now, ladies and gentlemen, please close your eyes and uh, start walking in a dark tunnel. You are walking. Keep walking. You cannot see anything around. Each one of you is walking in an independent tunnel. How do you know if it is separate, independent in darkness? Don't ask questions. And he, and he kept us walking for quite some time. <laughs> then after that, he said, Lo, you have come out of the tunnel. There is brightness. Did you see? Yes, sir. Very good. Now each one of you will be coming across your individual, personal, guiding angel. He will guide you and after that you sit together and two persons facing each other around a table, have a cup of tea and discuss what your guiding angel told you. So. <clears throat> After our journey was over, we came out of a tunnel, we saw and we sat. So somebody sat in front of me. Question. Uh, what did your guiding angel tell you? You have to tell. What your guiding angel told you? You have to tell. Both of them discussing. So that person asked me, Swamiji, who was your guiding angel? I said, Abhita Bachchan. <laughs> he said, why? I said, I didn't ask him. Came. See, friends, this is all playing with the mind. Exactly the same thing they do in various kinds of meditations. You have to decondition completely. Otherwise, they will be telling, ah, you are sitting. Now you will see that something is climbing up. And you are getting a kind of a tinkling feeling, you know. 
the word used in the yoga shastra is pipilika like you know the uh, <clears throat> on your hand if a an ant is walking what kind of feeling you get ah ah that type of feeling acha <laughs> Maharaj, I am not getting that type of feeling. See? I am getting like a frog is jumping. <laughs> meditation, meditation. So we get so much conditioned by all this. And then our struggle is, when I sat for meditation, Maharaj, that day I saw the light as you told. But thereafter, never the light came. What happened? No, you have entered darkness. So, we have to live in the matter, but it should not matter to us. Like, the space supports all the ten directions, but doesn't get influenced by any direction. Like, I support all the colors and forms, but eyes are not influenced by any color and form. Ears support all the sounds, but they are not influenced by any sound. Mind supports all the experiences, joy and sorrows. Mind is not influenced by any one of them. Intellect supports honor and dishonor, but not influenced by any one of them. And consciousness supports waking, dream, deep sleep and samadhi is not influenced by any one of them. This journey is not in time. The journey is not in space. In this journey, you don't begin. In this journey, you don't end. This is a journey from the husband to the man. This is a journey from ish to the space. This is a journey from the west to the space. And in this journey, you don't reach anywhere, you don't attain anything. Therefore, according to our Ashtavakra Maharaj, spiritual life is a process of undoing and unbecoming. And therefore, <coughs> there is nothing to understand. There are no questions. There are no doubts. This is what the ultimate that Janak Maharaj says after having heard his teacher Attavakrishya. In me, the immaculate, uncontaminated, absolute. 
क्वूतानी ओ तस्मादात्मन आकाश संभूत there is no further and from that point of view it is said ko bhutani kwavade ho which body i am is only by practice right from childhood you must have seen the kids in the small they start little bit talking they always referred to themselves as a third person singular mummy raju wants milk मम्मी राजू वांट्स टू गो टू पॉटी बिकॉज एवरीबडी इज कॉलिंग हिम राजू एंड देन वन डे इट क्लिक्स हिम एवरीबडी इज टेलिंग आई आई सो ही आई डोंट लाइक दिस आई डोंट लाइक दैट नो हु टॉट हिम इट जस्ट हैपन्स इन प्रकृति एंड देयर फोर ए वाइज पर्सन अबाइडिंग इन इज सेल्फ फॉर हिम the five great element the body the sense organs indriyani organs of action mind the total absence of them the irasham and a depression all these things have no place in me they all belong to the conditioned and conditionings See this one basic principle we have to understand clearly. Because of the conditioning, one appears to have become many, but that doesn't mean they have become many. Like the space is indicated with ten directions, that doesn't mean there are ten spaces. <coughs> one man. is indicated as when the children are small what is the type of introduction uh, they are my kids now the same parents go to their children's house in old age to nri then the language changes they are my parents not even looking at them 
They are not here. Oh, they are gone somewhere. The one who was standing, he was mad. <laughs> Position has changed. So whether we are the children or we are the parents, and who is miserable? These guys. And be attentive. And as parents and as children, what is our experience? As children, we are never miserable because of parents, because we have no choice to select the parents. But as the parents, we are all miserable because we want to choose the children to come out of this. What is the spiritual practice? This is the one. As cause, we are miserable. As effects, we are not miserable. Don't be the cause. Because of me only, everything is happening. Naturally, then you suffer. Now, how to come out of this, to come to this experience, what Ashtavakraji's disciple is talking. As we have no choice, for selecting our parents, equally we have no choice to select our children. Will any parent select a child who will become a criminal? No. See, friends. But it happens. So, how to get out of this? Bhutani, none of them have any meaning. Meaning, all that appears because of the conditioning is not real. And therefore, don't get too much influenced by them. Matsarupe. In me, the man, there is no son. In me, the man, there is no husband. In me, the man, there is no father. And who is miserable? The son is miserable, the husband is miserable, the father is miserable. So these guys who don't exist, how can you help them? And what is all our life is only talking about these non-existing entities. The day you will get this click, I tell you, like learning, uh, riding a bicycle is a knack, it's a click, it just clicks. Swimming is a click. <coughs> I was once somewhere, my friend, his wife, myself and one child, young child, maybe two years or so, three years. We were in a swimming pool. I know swimming, his wife knows and child also was swimming, small one. He did not uh, sink, although I was holding him. I was not having confidence whether he will go down. He said, no, don't. I said, no. I said, told his father, hey, you come. So, no, no, Swamiji, I don't want to come. So, the wife got a chance. He cannot swim. Therefore, he is not coming. I said, why? He said, I don't know. I tried, but I can't swim. I said, look, you are a child, three years, and he is able to swim. You can't swim. Now, you ask the child, how did you learn swimming? It happens. 
you may put the efforts, but efforts are just something. It happens exactly the same way. Don't struggle in your spiritual life. Yesterday also Shikit Dvaja, yesterday evening story, the same thing. Doing yoga, doing dharma, getting early in the morning, and then uh, um, doing the puja, japa. So what his wife told Chudala? Poor fellow, mad. See, this is the meaning of Ashtavakara Gita. Let the life be lived through us. As a result, there will be nobody born. And as a result, you will come to understand the real meaning of this proverb. Nobody is happy in this world. It is very true. Nobody alone is happy. Somebody is always miserable. This is the meaning. Don't give any importance to any reference point. With reference only the thoughts begin. Whenever any question erupts in the mind, ask the question, who is asking the question? And then that question gets um, formulated in words and then we ask the question. Therefore, Nothing to know, nothing to do, nowhere to go. Then, Then no question. <clears throat> no, but we are told we should study scriptures. Kva shastram, kva atma vidnyanam, kva nirvishayam manaha, kva truptihi, kva vitrushnatvam, gata dvandvasame sada. Kva shastram, kva atma vidnyanam, what do you should study scriptures, what are the scriptures, whatever. If I am a student of Vedanta, do you know scriptures means only Upanishad, not anything else. If I am a yoga, scriptures means only the yoga. If I am a victim of Kundalini, do you know? See, friends. Don't get carried away. Be, you are complete in yourself. There is nothing lacking in you. Sukha Shasaram, Kva Atma Vidnyanam. Kenopanisha said, Avidnyatam Vijanatam, Vidnyatam Avijanatam. Those who say, hey, I know, they know not. And those who say, I know not, they know it. Wherever there is an apparent contradiction, there the truth is hidden. Find out anywhere. Contradiction. Uh, red is not yellow. Con- red is contradicted in yellow. Yellow, is But where this is experienced in the eyes. So who are the eyes? Eyes eliminate all the contradictions. Doesn't contradict anybody. 
good thoughts, bad thoughts, where do they come? In the mind. So what is the mind? Mind is neither good nor bad. Waking dream, deep sleep. Waking contradicts the dream, dream contradicts the deep sleep, etc. Where this is happening in you, the consciousness. The consciousness doesn't contradict anything. But what happens to us? We have categorized this world, good and bad, tall and short. And we start living these concepts as very real. And therefore we suffer. So, Koshasaram ko Atma Vidyanam. What is the Atma Vidyan? And where is the mind? Mind without thoughts. Nirvishayam mana. It is nothing like Nirvishayam mana. If the objectivity disappears from the mind, it is not a mind. Wife lays husband. Why you have to make such a big statement? Make him a happy person. But we have to have that wife. Then who is the wifeless husband? Earlier he had. Now she has gone somewhere. But still that conditioning is hanging on. So when the conditioning was, that time also he was a man. When that conditioning has disappeared, he continues to be a man. Therefore, here the teacher says, Gata dvandvasya. There are no dvandva. Dvandva means complementary opposites. They are not opposite, opposed to each other. <coughs> they are complementary. <coughs> so, therefore, kva trupti, kva vitrushnatva. Where is the containment and not containment? All these things are only in relation to each other. And then you'll come to discover all our discussions, all our thoughts, everything is always in comparisons. <coughs> because we accepted the dwando as real. Yesterday it was more cold, today it is less cold. Relativity. But in cold also you are the same and in the today also you are the same. We constantly go on the periphery of our personality. When we thus start living, then alone the truth is revealed and as a result to understand it in one simple word, the real spiritual evolution is not becoming any extraordinary person but drop all the extra and be ordinary. Man is ordinary, son is extraordinary. Man is ordinary, husband is extraordinary. Man is ordinary, the father is extraordinary. And this extra on the ordinary, they are suffering. (coughs) Just try to catch this point. Here we don't have to do anything. See? 
what is vidya what is avidya <coughs> or vidya is knowledge avidya is ignorance ignorance is what no knowledge knowledge can never be absent Do you know Gujarati? No, I don't know. So you know this that you do not know. So how do you see it is ignorance? Therefore, all the contradictions, knowledge, ignorance, everything have no meaning. Similarly, aham ko idam, I and this, aham idam. This is only the play of mind. See? I am the knower aham, you are the known. From your standpoint, you are the knower, I am the known. So who am I? I am simultaneously both known and the knower, depending upon the standpoint. But that doesn't mean I am something uh, superior or inferior and similarly you know. In this manner, all these divisions of I versus not I, good versus bad, everything is only in the relative world and it has nothing to do with us. Therefore, Kim Mamava, this is mine, this is not mine. It's all imagination. There's no meaning. We only imagine. <coughs> this house was mine, but then we sold it. Then it is not mine. Imagination. You are the house. There is one text written by Sant Ramdas Swami, Dasabodh. In that he mentioned this very beautiful point. He says, everybody says the house is mine. The owner says the house is mine. The husband says the house is mine. The wife says the house is mine. The children say the house is mine. Then the lizards in the house, they say the house is mine. The insects, they say house is mine. The rats say the house is mine. The thieves say, this is mera hai, no, koi jana See, everybody says, you are the house, who you are. Therefore, the whole world is existing only in this wrong notion that I am the owner of the things. Therefore, here the teacher says, Kvabandha kachava moksha. Similarly, we only get lost into this thing. I am in bondage. Who is in bondage? Find out. Who has bound you? Nobody has bound us. This is the story in the life of Tukara Maharaj. <coughs> he was having Kirtan Bhajan and one person came and said, Maharaj, I am caught up by the world. Please help me to get out of this bondage of samsara. Those who attend this satsang professionally, they are very well equipped with much language. And then they say, one young boy asked me, Swamiji, how to purgate the vasanas? I said, go to a medical shop, get Jamal Gota and drink. Your intestines will also go out. This has nothing, no meaning in that. So, <coughs> Tukara Maharaj said, okay, after Kirtan, we'll think about it. Kirtan was over. And he came out and caught one tree and started shouting, Oh, people of the world, please come and help me. The tree is catching me. The tree is not leaving me. The tree is not leaving me. So that man who came for a 
questions. He said, Maharaj, you are talking okay. Satsang, what happened to you? Tree never catches anybody. How do you say tree is catching you? He said, Oh, Guru Maharaj, Dhanyavad, how nice you are. Now tell me, which color has caught the vision? Think. Which taste has caught the tongue? Objects do not catch us. Sense organs do not catch the mind. Mind doesn't catch the eye. Eye cannot catch the truth. Truth is always free. But then we get that virus into. (coughs) I am miserable because of wife. And once it gets into the head, then the only solution is divorce. And once it generates the momentum, they start thinking one after another, yes, therefore I should get therefore I should get therefore I should get and you get divorce. And then see in Brisbane, we used to go to some family. <coughs> now both of them are now we have never gone there after. Two, three times we have gone. <coughs> And the man was very uh, assertive and very bossing type. And all the very, very read Vedanta and everything. And the wife was, although both of them very old, he must have been 18, she was about 75 or so. She was absolutely zero in even your spirituality. At that age, she used to read the nice novels. See, James Hadley Chase and all that. Are nice world work. All those. <coughs> he was constantly on her head. He will sit for taking food. Get me this, get me that. Get me this, get me that. Not one second quite. Then uh, he'll say, now should I take food? Yes, you take food. He will sit for taking food. The moment she is eating, she says, you are not giving me my medicine. So she has to wash her hands, again go and get the medicine. Now, uh, now you can take food. The moment she starts, you are not giving me water. He can't, can't get up and get the water. She is taking food. No. Then she gives him water. Again she starts. This is cold. I want a warm water. Again. I was seeing you such a torture. Then he died. After he died, she became totally insane kind of thing. Because nobody to torture her. Friends, you get accustomed to all the frustrations in life. And when those frustrations go, you become blam. Jau to jau ka. So this man took divorce. <coughs> I'm fed up with the wife. So I'm divorced. Thereafter, now what to do? There is nothing to react. There is nothing to complain. Then, let me get another wife. So what is that then? Akasya tapke, kajurupilatke. So what you are doing is only changing the problems. You are not solving the problems. If you want to solve the problem, the only way is we have to go beyond this notion that I am unfortunate, I am fortunate. I am lucky, I am unlucky. I am bound, 
I want liberation. <coughs> I tell you, don't get lost in liberation. Boring. All alone. <laughs> what a fun it is to be in this chaos and be chaotically happy or happily chaotic. You see, many people, they become so gambirananda. What happened? Yar, Japsa realized so guys. Hey, friends, that is not thing to do with your spirituality. Then, where we are again lost is this. Ko prarabdhani karmani jivan mukti rapi kvava ko tad videha kaivalyam nirvishesha sarvada. Prarabdha karma. I was in Calcutta. <coughs> one girl used to come and eat my head. So one day she came and I was having my cup of tea. When I take my cup of tea, I am in deep meditation. <coughs> so she came. Swamiji, what are you doing? Actually, I was waiting for death. Why you talk like that? I said, no, the waiting is over. You have come. <laughs> Always you make fun of me. I said, there is no need. Then she said, Ramiji, I have come to ask you a question. I don't know why people remember questions when they see me. <laughs> Maybe I am a questionable personality. <coughs> they have to ask. Ramiji, <clears throat> is there prarabdha for the Mahatmas? For example, you are Mahatma. I said, not for example. <laughs> it is very difficult to talk to you. Say, don't talk. Okay, you are Mahatma. Do Mahatmas have got Prarabdha? I said, yes. So what is your Prarabdha? I said, you. <laughs> what is Prarabdha? Things come to you and ask for. And then we get carried away by that. Maharaj, why my wife is torturing me? Veta, now be attentive. When we go to the teachers, Mahatmas, what for we go? To solve our problem or to create problem for Mahatmas? (laughs) So, when this person comes and tells, why my wife is torturing me? So should the Mahatma solve his problem, dissolve his problem or create problem? Solve. So where is the problem? The problem is, he is trying to fix the cause and effect. And cause and effect is an illusion. It is not real. So <clears throat> he will ask. You know, what is our speciality, all of us? We are all specialized in blaming others for our problems. So, if I am a husband, the cause of my misery is my wife. If I am a father, the cause of my misery is my children. So simple. Until such time we blame others, we are not step on the spiritual path. 
master to make us understand this, the scriptures tell. All the problems of your life are because of your bad karma in the last life. And then, if you don't behave properly with her, in the next life she is going to be your wife again. How you don't cut such a joke? I can't even imagine this. Then behave properly with her. Otherwise, she is doing karvachot. <laughs> Not going to spare you. Now, what is the net result? Net result will be that person will stop blaming others. We really enter the spiritual path when we stop blaming others in our life. We have to be squarely responsible for every little thing. Nobody is responsible. Then only we will start working on ourselves. It is for this purpose Prarabdha is told. Not to send us to hell and heaven. Not to tell last life, this life, next life. See, friend, then that dumb thing called the jiva, the soul, you will make a soul curry out of it and enjoy. You are not a soul. You are sakshat paramatma. See? Therefore, ko prarabdhani karmani jivan mukti rapi kvava jivan mukti liberated uh, while alive. You will be liberated if you are bound. See? If you are not bound, can you say that the West is liberate, uh, liberated when she came to the East? No. It's all only in our mind. There is nothing like Jeevan Mukti. See friend, there is nobody realized. Be attentive. Wherever there is somebody, it is not realization. In realization, nobody is left. There is nobody who is awakened. In awakening, there is nobody left. When the dream is over, should we see, say that the dreamer is liberated from the dream or the dream world is liberated from the dream or the dream problems are liberated from the dream? Where do they go? When I divorce, is the husband liberated or is the wife liberated? Husband and wife have to exist. Then only they can be liberated. Therefore, the real liberation is where nobody is left. And therefore, here clearly it is said, Praradha Karmani Jivanmukta Bhikvava Ko Tadvad Videha Kaivalyam And this is another Videha Mukti. You are no more bound in this world or hereafter. Man, you are never bound. See, after we come to satsang here and there, we first time are introduced. One very sincere young boy, college student, he says, Swamiji, I think I had done a mistake in going to satsang. I said, it's good you realize it early. <laughs> I didn't ask him what mistake. He said, what I realized, earlier I used to really enjoy life. 
Now I have stopped enjoying anything. I am watching the movie. Enjoy movie. But this is only the shadow and light thing. I had a purpose for what I have gone forgotten. Are How this happens? In Ahmedabad, I was talking on a management forum and the topic was time management. I spoke for about one and a half hour. And because it's a management institution, so question answers. So they will collect a question and give it to the MC and he will give it to me. So one question came, he saw that it came to his pocket. I said, what is that? No, no, sir, sir, Rabish. I said, who are you to decide? Is between that man and me. You are just a postman. No, 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 Sahaja. I said, no, I will not talk other, other, only that question. And you know what was the question? Swamiji, why your beard is white and hair are black? <laughs> <laughs> After listening one and a half hours on time management, <laughs> this was the question. And he, therefore, I told him, Rabish, I said, no, it's not rubbish. You have to answer every question. Then I told him, okay, let us understand this. If you walk on a footpath and there is some cobbler sitting there, where will be the attention of the cobbler when he sees anybody coming walking? On the face or on the shoes? He never looks who is that. If you go to a person who is a tailor, he will see fitting technique. He is the tailor. But what do you want to say? I said in the same way, when somebody talks about the hair, who is he? It's a barber. So if a barber asks the question about hair, it is natural. By mistake, he has come to the management <laughs> He should manage the haircuts. Not the time. He fails. Therefore, in this world, there is nothing like prarabdha, jivan mukti, videha kaivalya, because nirvisheshasya sarvada, the most important thing, nirvishesh. Non-specific existence. Be attentive. Non-specific existence means what? That which is beyond existence and non-existence. Now tell me, do we have the experience of our absence? We can never have. If there is no possibility of the experience of absence, is it necessary? To say that I am, think, when there is no possibility of experience of our absence, why to say I am? Then who are you beyond presence and absence? Bhagavad Gita, Neyam Yattat Pravakshami Yajnyatva Amrutam Ashnute Anadi mat param brahma na tat sat na asad ucchade. He fails. Marne bhi nahi dete. Realize bhi nahi hone dete. 
he may be Ashtavakra, but he is going to make us straight. All our Vakrata will be removed. Kva karta kvachava bhokta nishkriyam spuranam kvava kva aparoksha phalam kimva nisvama avasyame sada kva lokaha kva mukhyurva kva yogi jnanavan kvava kva baddha kvachava mukta svasvarupe ahamadvaye All these are the knots where we are caught up in our life and therefore we are naughty. Remove all the knots and be without becoming anybody. Spiritual life is not becoming superior than others. Spiritual life is not attaining something what was not there earlier. Like before marriage also, the man was a man. After marriage also, he continues to be a man, although miserable, but still man. What is the reason? He has taken his wife seriously. Take her lightly, even if she is heavy. He will never be miserable in life. <coughs> this is ultimately the meaning of Ashtavakra Gita. The remaining few verses, we'll see them in tomorrow's session. Tomorrow is what day? Friday? Monday. Tomorrow is Friday. Today is Friday. On Friday also you people work? Okay, let us see. Now you have to go to office. No? I am not telling you go to work. <laughs> <laughs> Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishyate Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Shri Guru Pyo Namaha Hari Om